another hot one. A high 102 with zero humidity. So get those little ones in. Keep cool. And don't touch that dial. Coming up next is All My Hexes, right here on WHXT. Best of the West. Right in- I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. Something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be The local radio station crackles and skips in and out of tune as Lenore speeds down the windy back roads to the Skeleton Key RV park, fading to complete static as she passes the oil fields. The first rays of sunlight frame the hydraulic pumps, already bobbing up and down as the temperature climbs. It's 6 a.m. and it's already in the high 70s. By noon, it'll easily be in the 90s. Too hot to be outside without food or water. Anxiously, Lenore fiddles with the dial on the radio trying to pick up a signal. She gives up and picks up her phone to call Charlie again. Voicemail. She calls Alejandro. Voicemail. As she takes a sharp curve about 20 miles above the speed limit, her phone flies from the holder, slides beneath the passenger seat, and then begins to ring. Gritting her teeth, she ducks down and claws for the phone. Just as her fingertips grasp it, the truck flies up about a foot in the air. Slamming on the brakes, Lenore swears. She's run over something and missed a callback from Ochos. This was shaping up to be a shitty day. Lenore, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to hit the brakes. Okay. Yeah. Hit the brakes. You stop. Yeah. Shit. Do I see anything in my rearview mirror? Well, it's still that sort of dawn, dark-ish. So you see that there is some kind of lump lying out in the middle of the road. Shit. It's rather large. Fuck. All right. I'm going to make sure I have my phone within reach. Pick it up and like put it under my leg. Okay. And I'm going to back up. Over it? No. <laughs> I know how to put my car in reverse and not hit something twice. <laughs> well, I just thought you wanted to make sure it was dead. I'm just checking. <laughs> Look, I got a shotgun. If something needs to be put out of its misery. Jesus okay. Christ. What if it's a person? <laughs> <laughs> she has a shotgun. If something needs to be put out of its misery. Okay, so you you back the truck around and you see that lying in the center of the road is a very large, already most likely dead before you hit it, javelina. Ah, damn. And it looks like it has been ripped up and not just by your tires, just ripped up. Do I see anything else? Like what's the landscape like? Is it ranch land out there? It's primarily ranch land because this all used to be the Circle XT Ranch. So you've got the oil fields and then you've got mostly cleared land. A little bit of, little bit of scrub of the monte here and there, but not, not a lot. So I'm not like that's not where the it's not Bagley normally. orchards are? It's not on that side of the road? It is on that side of the road where the Bagley orchards are. Oh, good. And as you're looking over yeah, to that side not of the getting road out of my and truck. you see the fence line, you see that there's something, it almost looks like, like maybe it's a person crouching in the shadows next to the fence. Oh, hell no. It looks like it's about, mm, I'd say about four feet tall. And as it makes its way out into the light of your headlights, you see that it isn't, it isn't a person. It actually appears to be an extremely large bird of prey, maybe an owl, but it's easily four feet tall. And its face, its head, it looks like an owl and it doesn't look like an owl. It almost looks like it could be a person in a very realistic owl suit or that's worse. An owl that looks very human like. And then it steps back out of the light into the darkness. You hear the flap of large feathery wings and it disappears into 
the dawn. Fuck this town. Back at the Skeleton Key RV park, Charlie Larson's hand closes hesitantly around the cold doorknob of her trailer's front door. Crouching expectantly in the darkness, his makwawit poised for attack is Ochos. The robotic voice of the woman outside repeats, Charlie Larson, we are from the government. We have your file. You have made 37 police reports regarding abnormal experiences. We will enter and communicate with you. Um, okay, that number actually seems kind of low, but can I see some identification? The woman who is in the front and who has been speaking lifts up a badge and you see it says FBI on it. Underneath, you see that her name is printed. Her name is Emma Suffolk. And you see that her badge number is 320190A. Should you desire later to do something with that? Might be important. She's going to kind of like look at Ojo's and be like, well, she's, she's got a badge. Well, what do you think? Do we need to talk to these people? It looked like a real badge. I mean, I could get in trouble for not talking to him, right? It is, in fact, a real badge, Charlie Larson. Really got to insulate these walls better. <laughs> Damn these paper-thin walls. <laughs> okay, uh, hang on one second. And she'll open the door, I guess. Okay. The woman smiles at you, and she says, Greetings. It's not weird at all. <laughs> Greetings, Charlie Larson. As I said, I am Agent Emma Suffolk. This is my compatriot, Jonah Cabot. We are here from the Vision Division of the FBI. Oh. We would like to hear your story. Um, my story about what? About the 37 different occurrences of abnormal activity that have taken place on your property. Oh. We understand that this is a early hour based upon your choice of apparel. Would you prefer to schedule for a later time? Oh, is that an option? Because, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, sorry. Do I need to come up with a, um, well, today is Saturday, so I guess maybe tomorrow morning I'll put coffee on or something. That would be most pleasant. Here is my card. She takes the card. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> it says her name. Mm -hmm. it, is, it looks like it was printed on like a typewriter. It's very, very basic type. And it just says her name. It has a phone number. It has her badge number. And it says vision division. And it has dots after each of the letters hmm. for vision. So they haven't actually like tried to come into the trailer, mm -hmm. right? They're just, we're just standing at the open door. Yes. <laughs> so Ojo's is still just like. <laughs> hiding in the Coil. shadows. He's kind of tucked behind the <laughs> yeah, door. I, yeah. I, I'm picturing him, you know, just kind of sandwiched in, yeah. the, in the shadows there. Although yeah. if they heard me, they definitely heard you. <laughs> True. She pockets the card. Nope, she's not wearing anything with pockets. Uh, she puts the card on her, like, kitchen table and says, uh, oh, okay, so. Um, Thank you for your time. Sure thing, I guess. Should you have any other abnormal occurrences, please contact us. We are here for you. And she points at you. Okay. <laughs> and then they turn and they get into their old black Cadillac and it starts up and starts to drive away. Is there any chance that Ochos, before the uh, agents leave, can he take his cell phone and maybe snap a quick photo of their plates of their cars before they drive away? Well, any time like, for that? It's like five in the morning, but I, I would guess that you probably have time for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Charlie's going to start picking up the packages. Well, just I think that new faucet is in here for you somewhere. So it's like important stuff, you know. Oh, excellent. I've been waiting for that. Yeah, like a whole week at least, huh? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the week yeah, lost. It's, uh -huh. it's funny. Yes. I'm trying. <laughs> As that happens, you see a pickup coming rather quickly <laughs> down the dirt gravel road that leads into the sort of ring of RVs that make up the trailer park. And it kind of skids to a halt and Jimmy comes tumbling out. 
wearing his uh Buzz Lightyear robe and his uh Batman slippers with the little capes on the back. That's, that's adorable. I just realized how like incongruous that is. <laughs> oh yeah. Just kind of stumbles out of the truck and has trouble getting traction on the gravel. He's like, "Where what the hell? Where have you been? What what in the holy hell have you been up to?" And he's going to like try and do some dumb um the attempt is dumb. <laughs> but uh he's going to attempt some capoeira on uh what? um Ochos because he missed lessons. <laughs> And he's going to roll with a negative to kick some ass. <laughs> Start it off right. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, that's how good oh, that is. Oh, no. boy. Even though that, that's a nine. That's a nine. Okay. So I. It, it's all non lethal damage, hit, mind you. He gets to hit you back. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Whack. So, um,. Goodness gracious. Okay, he's, so he's holding a of wheat as well. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the best part, and yeah. that's probably what's going to end up hurting him. <laughs> so on a 7+, plus, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm, and it's based on the established dangers in the game. So I'm going to say, like, you do a harm to him. Maybe. It'll go away when you're done with this scene, I guess. <laughs> and here comes Jimmy, and at first, I guess you think his move is, is really obvious, but then he kind of accidentally steps on like his Batman cape thing. So it causes his trajectory to change and he actually gets to clock you right. in the face. Right. <laughs> and then you do what? Yeah. Ochoz is like, ah, Jimmy, what the hell, man? <laughs> well, what's your problem? Ow, sir, ow, ow. I didn't mean to hit you in the face there. I was just trying to like trip you up or something. Ah, well, you missed lessons. Good morning to you too, my friend. Yeah. It was actually a pretty good move. Oh, well, I have to remember the old slip and grip for a... <laughs> I wouldn't use that in any kind of nope. anything ever again. Nope. <laughs> Don't search for that. No. <laughs> Please do not use that in a Google I, search. Jimmy's penchant is like just saying things. You're just like, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Bless sir. your heart. Is that why you were popular in high school? Because you just made all these euphemisms (laughs) and you didn't know? Probably. That's probably how it went down. Uh, About the time that um, Jimmy decides to slip and grip. uh, (laughs) That sounds like a product. (laughs) Horrible, horrible product. Put it in your truck bed. No. That's some real tailgating, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, gee willikers. The horse truck drives up. (laughs) Yes. She does not have one of those installed. (laughs) And you see that everybody seems to be having a pajama party at Charlie's trailer. Everyone's out. Great. Uh, You would have also past the black Cadillac that was exiting. <laughs> okay. Uh, still fairly shaken up from my owl encounter, but it's an old enough car that I guess I probably would have taken notice a bit, but have I ever seen anything like that around before? Hmm. Not since Jesse left town. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, that was a Camaro. <laughs> we have established that everyone named Jesse in this world drives, drives a, a Camaro. Camaro. Yep. So contractually obligated yep from now on mm-hmm. i'm trying to think if you would have yes yes hmm. rarely okay on the edge of town you've seen people driving it you've never seen it parked anywhere in town you've never seen it you know like say at the cafe or anything like that or at any festivities in the town but you have seen it drive up and down anderson road a few times i imagine like do I know anyone who drives that car? You like, do not. Have I ever been able to get information from it? Has always about it has always been a, a man in a hat and a suit. That's it. They've never stopped anywhere. They haven't interacted with anyone. You've never run the plates or anything on it because right. there's never been anything to do with it. But you have seen it before. Okay. That sounds unlike Lenore. I'm very suspicious, but okay. <laughs> So if you're going to whisper, you should whisper louder into the microphone. Stage whisper. I don't Stage want to do whisper. That. <laughs> Not Batman whisper. <laughs> okay. Where have I seen this car? Where is it? Say slip and grip. 
<laughs> very poor choice of work. <laughs> I just want to hear it in the Batman voice, and I can't do it. You have to. I have to do the old slip and grip. Now <laughs> <laughs> it's in my head. So, okay, so I wanted Charlie to, to be like, guys, break it up. Come on, grab a box and come inside. <laughs> Help me out here. Lenore, grab a box. Uh, okay. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Um, Good morning, Lenore. Good morning. All right. Come on, make us some huevos con chorizo. (laughs) All right. God, maybe some coffee will help this day get better. Okay, well, is everyone missing a week, Lenore? Jimmy? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I missed you guys for a week. Haven't heard hide nor hair from any of you. That's interesting. No, we've lost time. I'm guessing the rest of you lost time. I've lost time. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up and it was a week later. But someone had been in my house. Well, mine too. And they used my phone. Ochoa's too, right? Yes. Someone wrote his book. All of us experienced some strange anomaly. We lost a week of our time and somebody has been in our homes and manipulating our lives. Hex being what it is, it could be totally unrelated, but on the way here, <clears throat> well, I hit a hog that was already dead in the road, right? And when I stopped to look at it, there was a giant owl coming out of your orchards, Jimmy. Are you looking at me? I don't know enough about no owl. I but mean, when you say it giant. It was kind of also a person. What? What? I don't know. Like, it was still dark, and I was in a hurry to get over here, but something was wrong. I mean, giant, it. like... A, a large owl? I mean, it was like four feet tall. Okay. There's something else out there, and it's hunting hogs, and also there's going to be a hog hunt. The sheriff... I don't know what is important and what's not at this point. Oh, um, as long as we're sharing weird stuff that's happened pre-6 a.m., I opened a magic door, so there's that. Wait, what? What? Yeah. The there's door. In the well? The door yeah. in the well is open. <laughs> the Chamber of Secrets is <laughs> open. That's all I could think about when I was re-listening to this. But no, I've got this cool new room. There's like a whole, like, I don't know, alchemy thing down there. It's weird. Actually, I think Ochus had the right idea. Let's have some breakfast first. I'm starving. Oh, yeah, okay. We we need to talk about some shit, y'all. Let's eat and regroup and figure out what our next step is here. Yeah, I think something bad is coming. And we need to be ready. So Ocho sets down the eggs and all of you are starting to eat. And after a few moments of sort of silence and collecting your thoughts, it is, of course, Jimmy who starts talking first with his mouth full. So um, I got a call. These are really good eggs, by the way. Kind of spicy. So yeah, uh, Principal Doulard called me at 5 freaking a.m. on a Saturday. And he wants me to be the trained monkey at the football game for homecoming. Is that a thing? Do they have a monkey at the football game? Yeah, they want me to be, whatever. They want me to flip a coin and do some ceremonial whatever because I'm the only one here that actually had a good football record, apparently. Do you have to wear the suit? The pig suit? The pi- I'm not wearing that damn javelina mask. <laughs> that thing has been puked in <laughs> and barfed in which is a different thing <laughs> people's just like a little bleh. you know what <laughs> i don't need to know and it's been sweat in bled in and i'm pretty sure based on the smell pooped in so no i'm not wearing that damn mascot get up when is this uh event supposed to take place well, this upcoming weekend this weekend there is something i should share with you um you all remember my book um it was open and there was a message written on it and i think it is tied to the event jimmy that you are this homecoming event the message says strike down the feeding beasts at the dance i did not write that i do not know where it came from uh oh crap and another thing jimmy the the makwa wheat over there you see it uh yeah, yeah. Uh, for the first There's time, I see blood it. on it, and I do not know where it came from. It wasn't from me, it was, nor was it from me either, as far as I know. Something is going on here, people. Well, there's blood in the well too, which is a start. But also, when I woke up, um, all the dolls were staring at me. 
and uh, the oh. one that... Oh, that's real weird. <laughs> so weird. The one that looks like me was kind of like um, a skew and the trap door was open. And then there's the blood in there. And so, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't remember last week at all if I... I mean, I think I was out, I guess. I don't know how to... Still wearing the same clothes, so... Hmm. Well, there was something missing from my house, too. Uh, something dangerous. Like a gun? No, but I think one way or another, it sounds like we've got a deadline. It sounds like we've got to figure out how to stop something bad from happening at the dance by Friday. I don't know how it's connected to what happened to us. The only thing I know is these disappearances have happened before in the 40s, and I couldn't find anything else more about them other so, than people stop talking about them real quick. So we don't know what happened to people that... They came back. Otherwise, we wouldn't know that they lost time. But nothing after that. No. I guess I have a record of their names. Well, that's something. Do I? Right? In the newspaper article, they've mentioned the names of the people who are missing. You rolled really good on that. So I know. I guess I'm going to have to say yes. So the main person who was identified was named as Mrs. Jeremiah Hext. Okay. And she was the first person to report it and claim that there were other people who had had similar experiences. Did she name any other names? She did not. Did she say, like, what kind of experience? Like, that she lost a week. Oh, but she, I mean, she doesn't, like, she didn't, like, suspect she was abducted or anything. Oh, yeah, she totally thought she was abducted okay, by aliens. that's kind of what I, yeah, okay. Lenore would know, are any of the Hexts still in town since they sold the ranch? There is one Hext that is still in town. He actually runs the Hext Trading Post and Cafe. Jonathan. He's an old man. I'm going to see if we can try to narrow our options down a little bit, and I'm going to ask my second of my connect the dots questions. Sure. When and where will the next critical event occur? Ooh. God, these are great questions. Mm -hmm. So you receive a text as you all are having this sort of rundown of everything that's happened in the last, gosh, now it's, it's been two hours, and it is from Aaron. Okay. And Aaron says, hey, Lenore, did you secure my spot in the hog hunt tonight? Hope so. See you at the police station as soon as I get out. I'm going to message back. When's this hunt supposed to be anyway? So you didn't secure me a spot after <laughs> I asked you? Question mark, question mark, question mark, sad emoji. Aaron's my favorite. It's been one hour. <laughs> I'm not at work. I don't have the sheriff's personal cell phone. Fingers crossed. That's not an emoji. <laughs> okay. And you totally do. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I sent him that yeah, message. Well, someone says, does. Okay, I guess I understand. Heard it was supposed to start at sundown. Mm. Today? Question mark. Exclamation point. Fish emoji. <laughs> I'm still getting the hang of this. Your newfangled Facebook Messenger. So <laughs> sorry. So <laughs> you get sent. You get sent a just a picture of a card with his hand to the forehead. <laughs> Did you not just read me say it's tonight? Question mark. Question mark. Lenore, are you okay? Question mark. I hope so. And then it does pukey face and a whole bunch of other emojis because I don't want you to get sick in my truck. And also, uh, you know, I want to make sure you're okay. By the way, he breaks up each of these sentences into like different texts Sweet because, Jesus. you know, yep. uh -huh. I thought Charlie was going to be in the annoying Stream one. of consciousness. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's very stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Lenore doesn't really want to go on this. Please don't forget. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. For real this time. Just give me a couple hours. Okay, counting on you. Big smiley face. And that's where Aaron stops texting. Do we just hear all these going ding, off? Ding, ding, <laughs> My little huffs and... <laughs> Lenore, you're, are you actually popular? You know I <laughs> saved your life, right? It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
keep that in mind. Mm, all right. <laughs> keep talking trash about my family. So you all have kind of updated each other and, and you know that things are not right. All of you, except for Jimmy, lost a week. What do you, what do you want to do? Okay, so the only person that didn't lose a week also didn't have margaritas or go to a spooky magic shop. So I feel like we've got a couple of avenues. Hey, Jimmy, did anything super weird happen? Well, well um, Jesse is also missing, according to the radio. It says ran off with Tammy to the big city. Well, we know that is not true. Uh, yeah, just, just a little bit. There's some serious that's, bullshit happening. Yeah, that's pretty bad because, I mean, we know what happened to Tammy, but mm-hmm. then we f- fixed it. I don't. Did anybody have you like, can you contact Jesse? Can you message him? Uh, well, funny story about that. Um, My mom has my phone because I was trying to get a hold of Cho a little bunch or really anybody because you all disappeared for a week. So she thought I was being weird and desperate or whatever. And took my phone and you know you're 19 right yeah i tell my mom that all right did your mom ground you for being socially awkward <laughs> i'm starting to feel a little <laughs> judged here and i don't really appreciate it no no i'm sorry i just meant because that's what she thought i didn't mean that you are socially awkward i don't know it's it's it's, it's always a hit or miss with her like sometimes she's real happy about it and then other times it's just like oh no you don't deserve to be happy so um <laughs> dark did you put that in your birthday card (laughs) (laughs) it depends on the year birthday you don't deserve the happy (laughs) does she know you have your own life and if she does she technically an adult yeah she uh i think she says that legal doesn't always mean true (laughs) well that's an uh, unsettling (laughs) statement for many reasons Well, at least you come by it honest, Jimmy. <laughs> so your phone starts to ring, Wachos. Okay. And you see that it's Jimmy's phone calling you. <laughs> oh. Okay. So he's going to pick it up and turn to Jimmy and say, Jimmy, this is your number. Oh, no. Is this your mother? I probably don't answer it. It's not worth it. And she's probably looking for you? Oh, God. It was. It was two hours from 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. So it's like 8. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, I done goofed. <laughs> Do you want me to answer this? To your funeral, man. <laughs> Just don't put me on. I'm not here. Or maybe I am. Depends <laughs> on what she says. Ochoa. Hello. I am Mrs. Bagley. And this is the last number. That called my son's phone, and now I find my son is missing. Now, according to his book that has all his numbers in it that's inside the phone that says contacts on it, your name isn't a name, it's a number. So who am I addressing? Good morning, Mrs. Bagley. This is uh, Alejandro Ochoa. Oh, yeah, the copy, copy, well, there's a thing. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. I am I am Jimmy's partner in the Capoeira class. Do you know where he is? Uh, ma'am, I I sure do not. Uh, this is his phone. I I take it. Uh, he left it behind. No, his phone's on timeout because he thought it was okay to be calling people at two o'clock in the morning, screaming about how worried he is about them. In fact, I seem to remember that the person he was calling is you, and now you've called him. After getting him in trouble, by the way. Because I do not like missing my beauty sleep because Jimmy can't keep it together. Uh, Jimmy is a good boy, ma'am. Uh, is there a message you want me to give to him if I see him? You tell him to get home right now. His daddy's got plans for him today. Okay. Is he in trouble? Would I be calling your phone at 8 o'clock in the morning looking for my wayward son if he wasn't in trouble? Well... That is a good point, ma'am. I, I just simply want to know because we have Capoeira later tonight and I need to know if he's going to be there. Oh, no, he's not going tonight. His daddy's volunteered him for that hog hunt. Oh, I see. 
I see. Yes, I heard something about that. Very well, very well. I will uh, let him know. Um, I am. I am sure he will turn up soon. Do not worry, ma'am. Do not worry. My son is missing. Have you heard that there are two children that are missing in this town? Now my son's missing. Now I tell you what. I better hear from him within an hour. I'll be at your doorstep. Uh, at my doorstep? You are the last person to call him. You burying bodies out there in them orphans? I bet you are. No, that is not the line of work that we are in, ma'am. Uh, not at all. But I will, if I find him, I will send him home right away. No, no problem. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to call the next person who called him. Hangs up. Jimmy, your, your mom says hello. Ah, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear that from all over here. Uh, what you want? Uh, apparently, uh, on my head. Uh, other than the usual, uh, you've been um, volunteered to go on this hog hunt tonight. Well, that's the best bit of news I've heard all day. Of course. I thought I was in trouble. Uh, oh, you you are in trouble. It, oh, that geez. is a given. <laughs> but your father apparently has you has plans for you. Oh, hopefully I'm not just on the ammo box again. That's boring. Or man, at least man in the flashlight, you get to see some of the action. Of course, you'd be excited about the hog hunt. Well, I mean, they 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 go crazy. You, you can't you can't keep them down quick enough. Soon when there's 30 to 50 of them in your yard. Oh, here we go. Oh, dear. Here we go. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> All Once right. again, dating our episode. <laughs> Lenore, when you pulled up this morning, you looked like you had seen a ghost. We've all had some very, very strange things happen to us in the last week and also in the last few hours. Yeah, that freaky owl. I was really spooked. Yeah. Have you ever seen that, an owl with the mannerisms of a human or a human like stuffed inside an owl? Uh, uh soup, but like tall? No. Well, and I hadn't either, so it was it was a little discombobulating. Lenore, I'm afraid the answer to that is actually yes. Uh I think you better sit down. You said you saw a creature of some sort. From what you described, it was way too big to be just a common barn owl. Oh yeah. No, it wasn't even a great horn. I seen one of them uh, down by the devil's sinkhole. When the bats come out, it was snacking on them. Um, right. This looked like it could have snacked on, well, it was snacking on a pig. It looked like it could have taken it down. You said you'd seen something like that before. I have. I, I am afraid that that is the truth. Uh, the moment that you said that, that you had seen this large owl with a 10-foot wingspan with potentially the face of a human, I was instantly reminded of my childhood, and uh, there is such a demon that exists in, in the Aztec lore, and my younger brother and I, we uh, had an experience with such a creature when we were young men. It, uh, it was a large bird, the face of a woman, stood hmm. on human hands instead of talons. Oh, hell no. And it took my brother. Oh. And if this demon is back, I want to know about it. So please, I know this is strange, but we have seen some strange things. Do not be scared. If this is what you saw or could be what you saw, you need to tell us now. I don't know. I mean, it was foggy. It was dark. I wasn't that close to it, and I sure as hell wasn't going to get closer. Uh, I didn't see its feet. It seemed human-like. I don't know if I'd say it had the face of a human. I don't know what else it could have been. It could be related to that. It could be something entirely different. I don't know what Hex is going to throw at us. Well, if it is what I think it is, this thing is a yeah. predator. And this is a predator of children, primarily. Well, she, I kind of know where it went. But no one goes trespassing on the Bagley Orchards. Jimmy, have you ever heard of anything like this on your orchard? Uh, just Francis the Barn Owl. No, been this. there for a few years. Is Francis five feet tall? No. Are you are you shitting me, Jimmy? What? He's little. Then how is that relevant? <laughs> I'm just saying you saw an owl. That's the only owl I know of. No. Yeah, that's nothing. And of course, nobody trespasses on the Bagley Orchard because they're going to get got. Yeah, yeah, that's putting it mildly. I don't know, Ochos. I don't know how to follow this down. Like, I don't want to send. Jimmy, wandering around the pecan orchards in the fog. Yeah. Going, 
Yeah, I got a bad experience with that. I don't like going out to the orchards at night. I don't know how we track this thing, but I do know that I have other things I have to get to. And since we know people have been missing time before, that's the one clue that I already know that I can follow up on. What about these uh, mysterious agents that came knocking this morning? Uh, I did snap a photo of their car and of their license plates. Is there any way you can oh, run yeah. the plates? Or oh, maybe yeah, run the badge sure. numbers? I'm not supposed to, but I can, I can run some plates. Hey, Eleanor, um, I'll ask my dad about the owl, maybe. He might know a thing or two. Yeah. Uh, he might also just look at me like an idiot and not say anything, because that's also normal. But um, he might know something if it's going on on our property. Yeah, only if you don't think it's going to get you in more trouble. Uh, you seem to live it. in hot water. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it can get much past boiling at this point. What are some ways that you can figure out what's happened to you? Well, Ochos, Ochos is very curious why nobody from work reached out to him. He didn't have a single message on his phone. He had no emails, nothing from anybody at work looking for him. And he has to report in every day like clockwork. Yeah. So I think he'd like to go down to the Menard Oil and Gas Company and figure out, poke in his office and find out why nobody looked for him. That's one thing he'd like to do. And the other thing he wants to do is he maybe wants to pop on the internet and maybe look at news from the past week, see if anything happened specifically in town or nearby. Someone's going to have to go check on Delilah. Oh, yeah. I think Charlie's going to. Oh, go. Charlie's going to check on Delilah. Yeah. yeah, because she like is weirdly like the least skeptical of Delilah specifically in this case. And we didn't really get to build off of the the smudge conversation chemistry from the first episode. So I think it makes sense. Also, she's really curious about her bone wand forged in the bone of a vampire. (laughs) So. Your what? What? Oh, yeah, I have a wand now. It was forged in the bone of a vampire. (laughs) Do you think that's what helped you open the door? Oh, you know, maybe. I didn't even think about it. But I didn't have it on me when I. So you see that Charlie (laughs) is holding what looks to be a long carved piece of bone. And it has some strange symbols carved into it. And why don't you read me about the site? <laughs> oh, no. Can um, I? <laughs> it's, I, I get to contact the dead. Like, they can show up and I can interact with them wherever they might be. So if they're here, then yes. Here, I thought my bone was bullshit. You can see the invisible. Mm, yes. <laughs> Especially spirits and magical influences. Okay. Mm. So when you look at this wand that Charlie is holding, as she's holding it there in her hands, you see that it, it almost looks like there's like this black ooze that's dripping down from the tip of the wand all the way down to her hand. And it just kind of drop by drop is falling onto the ground and then dissipating. And then when you kind of shake your head a little, it's not there. Um, Charlie, your wand is leaking. <laughs> I think it's leaking <laughs> transmission fluid or something. Charlie pokes Jimmy in the ribs with it. <laughs> I don't see anything, Jimmy. So, uh, Well, now I don't either. No, I'm magical now, so you just got to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, but it was getting all over your hand. You know what? Fine. Just take your oil stick, your dipstick. That's what it's called now. It's a dipstick. It's a vampire bone forged in the bone of a vampire. Jimmy. Yeah, called the dipstick. <laughs> I I have a creepy mannequin. Oh doll. yeah. But wait, we didn't tell you at all about this Charlie because it got so them. swept up in the week stuff. So you know Delilah's shop, your like yeah. favoriteest place in the whole world. It gets weirder after dark. I think. Why am I not surprised? Um, but like. What was it? We like traded secrets for artifacts or something? Yeah. She wasn't there. There's a creepy old woman with a creepy voice. Yeah. And I don't know. She seemed legit. Yeah. We just had to write secrets down she and then they gave been us bullshitting us, I guess, but it felt. So was this before or after y'all went drinking? Okay. Look, it was after, but Otos, I mean. We were very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, I still have the land. Like, it's not like we, we made all, it up. Yeah, we all walked away with some some random item that was given to us by this strange old lady. It was interesting. I, I think the items have some power. Ojo's has a pencil. I <laughs> notice you have it tucked into your pocket it's, now that you're dressed. I, I mean... I carry it with me everywhere. It is huh? right here. You, you got a magic stick. Yeah. You got a magic pencil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got a what? And out of her, her bomber jacket pocket, Lenore pulls a little mannequin. Y'all were drunk. Hello. I, I mean, yes, but also it's a doll. I'm magical now, so again, you're just going to have to live with it. So, Lenore, what are you gonna do? Uh, you know, like everyone else, I think we're all trying to piece together what happened in our own personal lives that are personal during that week we're out. So, you know, um, maybe I'll I'll just go back to my house and look for clues because I think. There was someone in my house, and I don't know how that happened. And then someone got uh, something got out of my house. Um, what? <laughs> and now I need to make sure that it's back in the house. What, like hang, a dog? Yeah, hang on. There, you said someone, Lenore. Did I? Yeah, I, sh- I don't sure. think no, Charlie. Mm, pretty sure you said someone, yeah. and earlier you said yep. dangerous. So what are you like harboring a convict or something? It's okay. You can tell us. I tell you about my ghosts. Uh, my pet cat has mange, and I guess when I wasn't around to feed it, uh, it clawed through a window screen, and and you personify your cat. Its name is someone. <laughs> Don't give her reasons. <laughs> its name you? is Hey You. Uh, but sometimes when I'm feeling particularly charitable, I call it someone. Cats never come when you call them anyway. What does it matter? We call a cat. I, so I gotta go find my cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's right. That's what I said. All right, everyone, have good luck. Hey, folks! Rock and Ricky Latrell here. Thanks for listening to all my hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H E X T Podcast, or email hexpodcast at gmail dot com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award-winning game and hobby store. And folks, from the moment you walk in the door, you'll see this is no ordinary gaming store. Nightwatch is beautifully designed to resemble a medieval banquet hall. You'll see exposed wood beams on the ceilings, hand-carved shelves, armor and banners on the walls, and there's tons of gaming space on the main floor, with a huge library stocked with all the hottest games for you to try out for free. Nightwatch also has private rooms, including a Death Star-themed room for you sci-fi fans, loaded with the latest tech, lighting, sound effects, and terrain to take your RPG or tabletop game to a whole other level. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Faire costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. Lenore, you make your way back to your house that you rent out on the edge of town. And you see that everything's locked up tight, like nobody has gotten back into your house. And when you open the door, there doesn't appear to be any change to the door that you keep Hey You in. What would you like to do? Did I get a chance to take a look at all of the uh, entrances and exits of my house? No, no. You just answer the door. And then you called Ochos after you mm-hmm. had talked to Aaron. Aaron. Right. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, now that I'm not in such a rush, I would like to take a look at the front door and the back door and all the windows and see if there's any sign of forced entry at all. Because it's not like Lenore is handing out keys to her place. And someone was definitely in there and had access to my phone and knew my passwords. And my cat didn't eat them. It's weird. Your cat didn't eat them? That's right. Yeah. Why don't you roll me investigating mystery? Okay. Sounds good. Bloop. That is an eight plus two. So we're at a ten. And that means I get to two questions. Ask you two questions. Okay. So what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Or what is being concealed here? Okay. And in this scenario, can we extend that? to also asking about 
where my hey you cat, is my cat went. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to actually start with what happened here. Cool. You see, as you're looking over your place, you see that there is a sign of forced entry into the boarded up window of the room that you usually keep hey you in. And you see that some of the boards have been pried out from the outside. Mm. Okay. So someone used a crowbar. Okay. To get in. You see that the uh, window itself is cracked, probably a good six inches. And you see that there is a rather large blood stain on the ground outside that window. Oh, good. Also, jabbed into the side of the window frame, there is uh, what appears to be some sort of makeshift cross made out of two pieces of metal. So you're doing this as you as you're doing your perimeter search, right? Right. Uh, on the outside of the house, right. When you kind of peek in through the window, mm-hmm. there is the usual snarling, attacking at the window that you come to expect yes, from Hey You. Holy shit! So if Hey You got out, oh, somehow I got back in. I don't understand. Didn't I open the door and look in? You did, and there was nothing there. What the hell? I mean, I feel like secretly I should have looked up and crouched in the corner, unsealing, staring down at me. Jeez. Um, Maybe. Oh, okay. So the window's still partially open. Okay. Uh, Hey, you is in there making its noises that it usually does. You can hear it kind of pacing around. You hear its nails up against the wall just like as it circles the room like it usually does it's almost become white noise at this point (laughs) oh hell no i'm never gonna have visitors either it's okay it's just me uh i'm sure you were spooked and it was real scary but it's all right i'm just gonna board this back up from the outside here okay uh but real quick I'm, i'm just gonna shine a light and make sure you're okay and you're not hurt and you're not Eating something you're not supposed to, okay? <laughs> so be be ready for the light. So you shine the you shine the light in there, and you see that hey you is a little worse for wear. There are burns. It looks like on its flesh. It is crouched in the corner. It looks like with an arm that it is eating. Oh, oh no! We talked about this. No, we talked about this. I thought you were doing better. No, no. And then it kind of... No, no, thank sticks you. Sticks it out towards you to... I've offer. already had breakfast. Is is it anyone I know? Can I... I mean, it's an arm. Beyond that, there's no, like... It is immediately a identifying arm. Or a very burly woman. Or a very burly woman. Okay. Well... You know what you could do? Mm-hmm. You could use another question. Use another question. And I'll okay. give you something else. What was it going to do? You're asking about, hey, you, or are you asking about no. whatever got in? Whatever got in. Um, I, we, I think we've seen what, hey, you, <laughs> they done did it. You kind of you follow, you see that some of the scrub land around your trailer is, mm-hmm. is kind of house, or sorry, house is kind of. It looks like something stepped through here. It could have been animals, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it came right up to the window and most animals stay away from your property. Oh, yeah. And as you follow the trail, you see that there is, uh, it looks to be some sort of metal cage out in the monte. So whoever came by, it looks like. Knew what it was coming for. Knew what it was coming for. That fucker got what he was, you know, he got what was coming to him. Um, He had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> he had it <it> <laughs> Now I'm just going to make sure that it's as secure as I can make it again. Okay. So, hey, you is as secure as you can make it again. And you decide to head out to the library to where are you going? 
first she's going to put a note in her phone to like go to the local hardware store and see if they have any security cameras. Because <laughs> this okay. could have been, mystery could have been solved real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe there was nothing on the camera. If Hey You shows up on cameras. Or whoever, or whoever came after yeah. Hey You. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's so, it's so great because Nav's face is like horrified and terrified. It's so good. It's all our face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's pretty much all that I gather. Yeah. That's all I'm going to give you for now. I think that's some good clues there. All right. I'm going to go ahead and head over to the Hex Tribune. It's a Saturday, so I don't know if anyone's going to be there, but do I know who runs the paper? Of course you do. Leo Hack, H-A-C-K-E. Leo Hack runs the Tribune. Okay. I'm sure he's heard it before, so. Yeah, he's heard it all. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to cut away from you for a little bit. We're going to go to somebody else. So, Ochos, you go back to your trailer. You get a quick shower. You go out to your company truck. And you see that as you're pulling on your work boots, that your boots are uncharacteristically covered in mud. Usually you keep everything you own pretty pretty clean, pretty organized, but this looks like just tons of just sort of like as if you had gone into the river and had not cleaned your shoes after you fought the donkey lady last time, but you distinctly remember cleaning your shoes. So as you kick the mud off of your boots, and you climb into your truck, I would like for you to roll me an investigative mystery. Sure. And this is going to be a plus one sharp. Mm. That's not going to work. That's going to be a four with the plus one. Oof. Investigate a mystery. La, la, la. Oh, no. You get a hard move, right? I do. Get a hard move. What do I want to do? The good news is I'm only one box away in experience from leveling up. <laughs> oh, just sucked with these dice. Um, but you're going to be very powerful. <sighs> what happens is as you sort of open up the, the covered truck bed to slide in your, your makwa wheat, which you've since cleaned, you see that the entire bed of your truck is covered in a combination of mud and it looks like dried blood. And caked into the mud as you're, as you're kind of like looking through this and you pull up the cover, you see that there is a very distinctive keychain. And it is a novelty type keychain for a Camaro. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Okay. So, um, thanks. I hate it. <laughs> so Ochos can't make heads or tails of this. He's obviously thoughts going through his head are he's either being framed or or he has a really bad case of sleepwalking and sleep murdering and sleep murdering, right? Like possession or something. Uh oh boy. Oh my god. Does he recognize he's obviously, you know, he's an engineer and he's out in the field a lot. Does he recognize the the dirt or the mud? Is it is it particular in any way? Or unusual in any way. Like, can you tell that it's from a creek bed or it's from a specific field or a specific part of the terrain? You would recognize that this mud looks very similar to the mud that is present around the water pools from the fracking operation of the oil. We said the F word. And this looks very similar to that. You've been there many times, you know, to, to oversee that everything is, is draining appropriately into the right whatever, you know. Gotcha. One of your jobs is to make sure that hopefully you're not contaminating anything. So that's where it comes from. Cool. So Ochos has a routine. He's very much a routine type of guy. Yeah. So he does the same thing every morning. He knows that he has to report the mileage that he puts in every day for his company truck. He has reports that he's supposed to be filling out when he goes out to the various facilities that are out in the field, and he has to report out on pressure changes, inflow outflows, that kind of thing, and that has to all be delivered daily to the office. So mm-hmm. first thing he's going to do is he's going to check the odometer and see how many miles have been added since the last when, time the last from time? the last report. 
So it'd be about, maybe about 200 miles have been put on. Wow, 200 miles. But to be fair, you drive all over a very large part of land Mm -hmm. to inspect. That's not unusual for you for a week's worth of driving. Understood. All right. Does he uh, does he notice anything else in the bed of the truck? Is there anything anything else out of place? I think that um, with your investigative mystery role, that that's what I'm giving you. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so other than that, all right. Well, he's going to very carefully um, in one of the boxes, in the utility boxes on the side of the truck. He's got some some soil bags. He's going to get a soil bag, and he's going to very carefully with a with a pencil pick up that keychain and slip it into the soil bag tie it off just in case there are fingerprints or anything on it that could be checked into later. Okay. And he's going to put it in the glove compartment. And now you're going to do what? You're going to spray out the bed of the truck or what are you going to do? Well, is it really obvious from the exterior of the truck that there's the stuff is in there? I mean, is it like mud caked around the the tailgate? There's not so much mud caked around the tailgate. If you or wanted blood. to close it, <laughs> if you wanted to close it up, uh, you could do so. And, and you can lock it. I mean, I'm assuming you, you could lock thing. it. Yep. I think he's going to close it and lock it. I don't think he's going to mess with it and either damage evidence or make it look like he's hiding something. Not okay. just yet. Until okay. he figures out what's what. You head out to your work site, follow your usual routine, or what's the plan? I think, uh, I mean, he's a little paranoid right now, right? Given what's happened this morning, I mean, he's clearly thinking that somebody's been driving his truck, walks around the truck once, glances underneath it, just checking for, you know, if he sees anything that might look like a homing device or anything like that, just being, being paranoid. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't see anything, yeah, he's going he's gonna to head on to work. Okay. So you head out to the fields and you decide to follow your usual routine. And so the first field that you pull up to, you know all of the guys there. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the gentlemen that you're used to seeing, Philip, is not there. Philip Guzman. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Tammy's father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the men are just kind of going about their business. At, yeah, everybody's at the facility. Everybody's doing their normal thing. Some of them kind of like wave. That's okay. about it. Okay, so he's going to approach one of his coworkers, somebody that he knows. So he just walks up to Miguel, and uh, Miguel is a fellow uh, engineer. Mm-hmm. Miguel, buenos dias. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Oh, you know, another day, another dollar. Looks like it's going to be another hot one today. Uh, Not always. Yeah, so that so that Rock and Ricky guy keeps saying on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Miguel, um, I just uh, woke up today a little foggy. I was looking at my calendar, and I I seem to have uh, lost some information on on from the last couple of days. Um, That's not very like you. No, I I know it's it's unusual. I'm starting to think that somebody tampered with my with my laptop. Uh, uh, just curious. Uh, I, I, apparently, um, I haven't been here for the last couple of days. Did you notice at all? <laughs> He kind of laughs. He goes, "What else? What are you talking about?" Oh no, just that uh, you know. I, I you were here yesterday. You told me that you liked my shirt. I don't know why I wear pretty much the same three shirts over and over again. But um, you told me you like my shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Which which one were you wearing yesterday? It was the purple one. The purple one. Uh, the Barney purple one. Yes, yes. You said it brought out the color of my eyes. You said something about me being a winter. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that meant, but uh, you know, it's just one of my flannel shirts, purple. Right. Yeah, like I said, Miguel, I, I haven't been feeling myself uh, feeling very well, and uh, you did look rather strange. You were very um, pale and uh, a little sweaty. I thought maybe you know you had just eaten down at the cafe. It could be. It could be. Uh, yeah, the food there's usually pretty good, but the pot pie, yeah, it's a little, little sketchy sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been feeling, feeling so great. And like I said, I'm, I'm missing some, some data. The stuff I usually put in my journal and in my calendar is not there. And I was kind of hoping you could help me fill in some of the blanks. Of course, whatever well, I can help you out with. Well, for the last, uh, last week or so, what, what exactly have we been working on? Has any, anything unusual been going on here? Well, no, we. Dropped that uh, new drill that we were scheduled to drop. Yep, yep. Uh, everything's been running on schedule. You made sure of it yourself. I mean, you've been working yourself pretty ragged. Um, I was surprised at how, I mean, you're usually a very put together guy. You looked a little sloppy by the end of the week. Um, what do you mean sloppy? Well, I'm saying this as, you know, 
We're friends, Miguel. We're Listen, friends. You, you, yes. we're, you're not going to offend me. Just um, Again, you're helping me piece together some things. I'm having a little bit of blanking out here. Help me fill in the well, blanks. Well, you know, you didn't shave uh, until yesterday. You were a little... I mean, you smelled... I don't know if you're trying one of those natural deodorants. It's not working for you. Uh, your clothes were very wrinkled. Um, I think I saw you wear the same outfit, the same polo, three days in a row. You seemed very, I mean, just kind of how you are today, a little a little unsure about things. You asked me questions about things that you trained me on when I first started working here. I guess, you know, I mean, are you sure you didn't eat the pot pie? Like, you've seemed a little off. You know, I cannot remember. I may have eaten that pot pie. It, it really could be that. I understand. I, I spent four days at home once from that pot pie. I think they make it out of the roadkill on the side of the road. You uh, notice there's never any roadkill on the uh, side of the road in Hex. I would, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. People around here eat just about anything. Well, very good. Very good. Uh, as, as far as the hours that I was keeping this past week, anything unusual there? Was I here normal, at normal time in the morning and leaving at normal time in the evenings? You know, you usually work a really long day. Yes, um, I do. But you as just, do you. I, I know. Um, you were here sometimes even a little late. Mm-hmm. And uh, you left fairly early. But I mean, I can't tell you, you know, like I'm sure you were checking out other dig sites. Dropping that new drill was... Um, it's hard work. It's, it is hard work. So I'm, yeah. I know you were busy. Uh, yeah. You did seem very preoccupied. Is everything okay? And Yeah, everything seems to be fine now. I, I just... I'm a little concerned. It must be just a bug or something, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm over it now. Very good. Um, hey, listen, uh, you seen Philip? Well, you know, he got that uh, that call from his daughter a few days ago. You asked me about that too. You were very interested, and uh, he got that call from his daughter and said that he was going to be heading out to to track her down. They said she was in Houston or Austin or something. Uh, you know, she had left a voicemail that uh, they've been talking about it on the news. I guess she was going to, like, her boyfriend disappeared. You know, I try not to keep up with the drama, but. So her boyfriend disappeared. <laughs> and then he was, uh, Philip was saying he was going to track them down. And then he said that he was probably going to go on a leave of absence. So I assume that's where he is. How long has Philip been gone? Oh, gosh, I'd say about three days. Three days. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, has he reported in at all? Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't assume that he would. He got that call from his daughter. That's his main priority. He said that if he had to lose the job, he loses his job. Yeah, well, I can understand. He's very concerned about his daughter. Nobody likes to have a, a child go missing and tried to tell him to, to take it easy and that, you know, not to worry about the job. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we'll see if I can reach Philip, see how he's doing. All right, well, I'm glad to see that you're feeling better, Rochelle. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it, Miguel. Mm-hmm. Carry on. So what would you like to do? Well, I think, I think Ochos would like to see if Philip will answer his phone. He does not. Okay. He does not. Oof. Um, Ochos would like to check surveillance video of the area to see if he can see himself and if it is indeed himself. Okay. You go to, we'll say the main sort of trailer, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. most of the security cameras take place and you see... So Larry's day job... Oh, man. <laughs> Larry. Larry's day job is manning the cameras. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just likes working security details. It's his calling. He runs yeah, the morgue he, and... <laughs> he runs the front desk. I mean, <laughs> runs the front desk. He doesn't really okay. do anything. So you walk in and there's this guy that you've seen before. Yeah. Larry. Well, hello. <laughs> oh. Aren't you um one of those friends of that football player that I let look at the body? Yes, that is correct. Um my name is Alejandro Ochoa. I'm one of the supervisors here. Mm. Uh remind me of your name again, friend? Larry. Larry, that's right. That's right. You were down at the hospital, then at the morgue. Yeah, uh, well, gotta keep my World of Warcraft subscription going. <laughs> and Swedish fish don't come cheap. They import them from Sweden. I'll tell you what, Larry. 
I understand that completely. It's good to see you here. Listen, um, I, I need a little help. I'm I'm trying to um like to see some of the surveillance video from the cameras here on the facilities for the last uh, four or five days. I wanted to just take a look at some of the footage and uh, tell you what, I've got a giant bag of Swedish fish in it for you that I will happily have delivered to you. What do you say? It's in the bag of my truck. <laughs> mm, well, I suppose that would be fine. Are you thinking corporate espionage? Yeah, it's good. it's something along those lines. I just want to make sure that we are keeping keeping eyes on the right people here. All right. Well, I'll happily pull up whatever days you're looking for. You want nighttime footage or daytime footage? Show me uh show me yesterday daytime footage. Okay. So he pulls up the footage. Mm-hmm. You're looking through and you see you wearing wearing a very rumpled polo shirt. You do indeed look unkempt. Yeah. Unshaven. And you see that uh you get in a car or not the car but yeah. your truck. You're able to kind of track the truck across the oil fields. And you probably only put in maybe an hour or two of work. Like you go through and it looks like you're doing the bare minimum of checking in with everyone. Mm -hmm. And then the car drives off of the lot. And uh, can I go back another day or two as well? And what is there a pattern at all? Why don't you investigate a mystery for me? Sure. Come on, dice. Cooperate. I don't think we've had a good roll all night. Mm -mm. Oh, same oh, roll. no. How can that be? Have you leveled up yet? A three? That's a three. Plus one, it's a four. And four. that's going to actually level me up right now. <laughs> Take something good. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I think how I'm going to play this is this. So as you're going through the footage with Larry, you're kind of looking at one monitor. He's looking at another. And you're sort of focused on the day shifts because, you know, you see that you're there every single day. And Larry is helping out and he goes... Well, that's abnormal. What what is that, Larry? What do you see? You know you're not supposed to do that. And as you look over his shoulder, you see that he's replaying a video, and it's a night video. And it is uh, pretty obviously you in your truck. And it is backed up to basically like the, the sort of like, I guess, slurry slash drainage pools. Yeah. And you have something in a, it looks like some kind of bag, like a canvas kind of bag, and you are dumping it into the slurry pit. It looks like some kind of body. Outstanding. Um, Larry's got to go. Larry's got to go. Larry says, goodbye, Larry. Now I know that it ain't officially hunting season. But if the cops are on to you for poaching, I will have to testify. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The Keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Acheson was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HextPodcast, that's H-E-X-T podcast, or email us at HextPodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under. <laughs>